Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger. With me, as always, is Trevor Scott. Hello. And we have guests joining us this week from Screwtape Studios in Brisbane. We have Meg and Anthony. Welcome. Hey. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Um, So tell us a little bit about Screwtape and what you guys are doing. Um, all right, so yeah, Screw Tape is we're a small indie dev. Uh, we've been around for oh, seven years now, I think. Um, did a few mobile games, and then in the last couple of years, we've decided to bite the bullet and make our first console game, and it's called Damsel. Yeah, we played it at PAX actually. It, it's uh, oh, nice. it's looking really really good. I'm, I haven't played the early access yet, but uh, I'm looking forward yeah, to, it's, to it's the full release. Long way since PAX. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing the progress that's been made on that. Yeah. Cool. Hopefully, I'll get a chance to catch up again at PAX this year. Definitely. The, the great migration Definitely to Melbourne. Will be <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. We don't usually do too much on. Uh, we usually just jump straight into the game. So. Uh, I think we will just go straight into what we call click pitch. Trevor, do you want to give the little spiel? Yeah, so all all of us, all four of us are going to have a random word generator. We'll have screw tape having one random word generator and each of us having having a one random word generator as well. On the count of three, two, one, click, we're going to click refresh, get our random word, stick them together, come up with a game design of something that doesn't exist. And have a laugh. Nice. Sometimes it does. That's a bad Sometimes thing. we make <laughs> games that already existed. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll just we'll have three words between the four of us. Uh, all right, well, let's let's do it. Three, two, one, click. Trevor, do you want? I'll ask? start off. Yeah. Megabyte. <laughs> okay, I got limb. And we've got buying. Buying. Yeah. So it's okay. going to be an EA game, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, okay. Like, that makes I sense. We went like a buying sim, but like with the limbs. Yeah. You have to be a zombie buying. Well, I feel like I feel like, the, I feel like the EA path works because they'd actually make you buy all of your limbs before yeah, you can sort of. Start out just as a torso. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five ninety nine for your left arm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was kind of almost thinking the black market as well. Like, mm. so the idea of buying and selling things on the black market, um, megabytes, it sort of, it gives a feeling of like the dark web. Yeah. Well, there's a, you got a Johnny mnemonic sort of cyber. Mm. A little bit, there, a little bit Tron. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of a game where, uh, you know, your main, obviously your, your abilities are defined by your limbs. Um, but you're able to buy and sell them as you go uh, from from different vendors around the place and get different abilities for different areas. And they're cool, like, you know, not just, you know, you start off with a shotgun attached to the limb and then it turns out to a chainsaw. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, switch it out for a chainsaw. Um, you, could, you could have different effects if it was uh, attached to your legs or your arms. So if it's a shotgun on your leg then you can get, like, a jump boost as well versus just having it as a weapon. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what the chainsaw on your leg would do. Maybe you can dig. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see something where you actually just shoot the limb off. 
Oh, like, well, that, just, yeah, yeah. Just, like slapping people in the face with your hand. <laughs> like, Rocket so, limbs, So yeah. I'm picturing that arms may be um, a little bit uh, more expensive than, say, legs. Mm. So um, maybe, maybe you've gone for that really, really expensive uh, chainsaw hand, but then you realise that you got two legs underneath and then you got another leg on on the side so you yeah. you could only oh. that's all you could afford you could only you afford another leg so you just yeah. attach it to your well that's interesting actually so you can't the, afford another arm yeah. well I, I was more thinking that you're not buying a leg versus an arm you're just sort of putting attachments uh onto each spot but i like that idea that some of them are so expensive that you could sacrifice sort of versatility for for more powerful uh, more powerful attachments. So you, you, you know, if you've got the best thing, you could literally just had to have an arm, no legs, no left arm. You've just got a right arm, but it's so good that you can't give it up. And so, yeah, maybe you do, you have to fire in one direction to blast yourself across the level and then turn around to shoot the enemies and yeah, use it to jump. I don't know. And that could be really fun, actually. Yeah. There's, a, there's some good balances there, I think, between. You know, cost benefit of of your different limbs. <laughs> I mean, you were making the assumption that we're humanoid here. I mean, you've got a whole other but creatures, that's true. With many, many, many different limbs. Like, what if it was an octopus? Well, maybe you can just because you could start off as just a generally nondescript torso uh, uh, with four limb sockets, but later on you can get more attached, get more more sockets put in. So we merge like spore in there. We could, you evolve. You can evolve yourself to have extra arms. Exactly. Yeah, and you can put them. You just put them wherever. On, limbs on your limbs. Limbs on limbs on limbs. <laughs> That's it. Well, you know how games. You know, often you'll get a weapon and it's got a socket for a gem or something. Um, <laughs> sometimes you just get limbs that have sockets for other limbs. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm picturing sort of like in in if you remember Munchkin, where you had a two-handed sword, but it was a sword that had, like, two extra hands that you could actually, like, yes. hold on to extra things. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, and I don't know, I'm kind of picturing this as a bit of a, a 2D sort of side-scroller sort of thing with that very um, segmented kind of animation style. Do you know Do you know what I mean? Like, so all the limbs will kind of rotate, you know, they've all got their rotation point, and so you, yeah. so you could just have a, a whole you know, five limbs all attached to each other in a big, long snake-like thing. And now you've got- And then if you put your chainsaw at the end of that, you've really got a lot of reach on it. (laughs) Now, my question is, is the head a limb? Oh, very philosophical, (laughs) (laughs) Trevor. Oh, they can't grasp anything, but you can. You've got your mouth. You could you could hold a shotgun with your mouth, I'm sure. Well, now I'm just getting really freaky sort of images of you attaching again the socketed limbs, you know, one, two, three, and then the head on the end. Um, yeah, and I'm not sure what the benefit would be. You'd be able to see really far. But I'm also just thinking, you know, you want that extra hand, so you 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 put a hand literally in, in the head socket. In the head socket. And <laughs> you, lose, you lose the benefits that uh, that you get from having a head. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, does the screen just go black? Like, is that yeah. where your visual cortex is? Or- <laughs> um, see, that that's the thing. If, if you're like an Android sort of thing, maybe, you know, the CPU can be in the, um, in the, torso, in the torso itself. And therefore, there's a, there's a camera in the torso and the head's just to make it, make it look a little bit more human. <laughs> this is sounding like that uh, that weird thing at the end of Inside. 
with all the yes. arms and the legs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's just a very mechanic, mechanical version of that, uh, just rolling along. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, I reckon. I reckon. Let's click again. Yep, three to one. Nice. <laughs> oh, another body, body one. Stomach. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> it's not Jesus Christ. Um, no, you got a good one. Co- contribution. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Ooh. Crime. Crime. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, uh, that just leads me to a very hungry criminal. He just wants to make contributions to their stomach. Uh, it's just most criminals, probably. Once again, I'm going to selling of limbs. <laughs> selling of stomachs. So where my mind is going is that you're a burglar mm-hmm. that um, can't help himself other than helping himself to their the contents of their fridge, making sandwiches and such. Okay. <laughs> like like a food invasion sort of. So so do you play a burglar a burglar a burglar where uh, part of it like it's it's you know stealth gameplay but you have to avoid food because you just get drawn to it and it might be um, it might be behind an alarm system but you just can't stop yourself. I I kind of like the idea sandwich. that that you're that you're going in uh, to these like delis and that sort of stuff and you tr- you're trying to make make food and so if you d- if you do a home invasion then you you're, you're raiding their fridge trying to find the best sort of food that you can make without <laughs> so making that literally too much noise why, is that literally why you're invade like what you are burgling i thought it was sort of a yeah a side effect oh okay so you're literally going in thinking oh this place is gonna have some good cheese <laughs> yeah, and and so and so it's the only thing you're doing you you're basically trying to get through but you know the stealth bit comes from you don't want to wake up the the owners and have them catch you making a sandwich or well that's interesting because what's the noisiest food to make <laughs> <laughs> like i know that if i'm pouring myself a bowl of cornflakes in the middle of the night <laughs> then i'm you know pretty careful about how they hit the bowl but there's probably noisier stuff even than that i was thinking with contribution it could be an employee so someone like so that like, adds a whole different bit to the crime and stealth element there. You're working for the place yeah. first. So that's how you case the joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, see, so you're adding a contribution to their lives and then stealing from them later. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's, that's good because you could, like, stash the good food stuff uh, in, in places where you know where it is. Um, and maybe you have um, to... Couple okay. oil and... I don't, I'm just thinking I don't know what of good like food really is. expensive cheeses <laughs> and chicken fingers, right? And that's something that everyone good steak, you know, <laughs> high, high priced chicken fingers. That's a thing, isn't it? I, I read an article today about like a Philly cheese steak in America that costs hundred and twenty dollars for for like this one meal, mm-hmm. and it's like a, a seventy five dollar steak that's <gasps> then got. Um, like truffle oil and all this sort of stuff on it, and it's got like this um, uh, cow, sheep, and goats cheese on it, and it's like oh, it's well, the most amazing. I bet it's disgusting. <laughs> it kind of feels <laughs> it like it's ruining s- the point. I know <laughs> Philly cheesesteaks. I know it's got to be meant to be just cheap and gross and delicious. Yeah. You know? gross and delicious at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I, I don't know. Can we take this? Can we take this further? 
or are we done? <laughs> well, I mean, you could let's let's take it in a completely different direction. Yeah, go. There's this, so there's this stomach, right? And it's a uh, it's a like a deity, like an all powerful stomach. Oh, okay. And and it is mm-hmm. commanded that the contributions must be made, but they can only be stolen. <laughs> okay, so you're still stealing food. I like that. We're keeping that bit. Well, but it's- does, it, does, it, does the stomach only concern itself with food? I mean, well. <laughs> it doesn't have a mouth. That's you know? true. <laughs> and particularly a stomach god, who knows? I have heard that, you know, all powerful deities do like gold and other things. Yeah, well it's a, it's an intergalactic <laughs> stomach <laughs> deity and it demands contribution. It demands contribution from the planets that it you know, like a uh, I was, I'm staring at my little Rick here from Rick and Morty, so <laughs> yeah. stomach come down and be like, Show me what you got. Show me what you yeah. <laughs> feed feed yeah. me what you got. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah, the game could be like figuring out what it likes as well. So you go around oh, and steal things and 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 put it in the stomach and it just throws them back up. It's like, no. Maybe yeah. maybe only certain combinations of chemicals mm-hmm. you know, uh, work with the stomach. So you have to sort of figure that out. It's like a uh you know, one of those uh what do they call them like uh Rube Goldberg <laughs> chaining things together. You know, you've got essential amino acids that you've got to put in the right spots <laughs> you know, to please the stomach. Is that an educational game now? Well, not necessarily. Yeah, you know, something systems-driven. I would have learned um, chemistry better with this, I think. Right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. To appease the god this time, you need, you know, three oxygen atoms. and. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would it be a 3D or 2D game. Is it a 3D full stomach deity? <laughs> With yeah, do you get to explore it at some point? You know, yeah. well, you super yeah, high res sort of internal. Final yeah. third act is inside the stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only way to take it out is by taking it in. Real, so, you know. realistic <laughs> stomach acid physics and <laughs> totally. <laughs> they, well, they did that. What was it? Was it Halo Three? Towards the end of the game, you jump into the stomach of one of the uh, one of the giant flood. And so you spend about half an hour inside us. I think it's doable. Yeah. We have the technology. We have the shiny shaders from the Unreal Engine. We can do this. Awesome. All right, let's click again and get a new set of words. Celebration. Substitute. Taking. Hmm. Okay. Substitute makes me think of substitute teacher. Yeah. Whereas substitute actually makes me think of, with my word of taking, um, that scene from the start of Indiana Jones and the yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. <laughs> so you're at a party and there's like the one precious bottle of champagne that they're saving and you, you need to replace it with the cheap bottle of champagne uh, because you really want to drink that expensive one. So you've just got to like weigh it up, Indiana Jones style. I, know, I was just trying to bring celebration into it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of like where you're going with that. Um, how about sort of spy party esque? It's it's a um, someone's got to try and catch who who's trying to steal the. Um, mm. Well, I was actually thinking taking it in that Indiana Jones direction, but just for the sense of trying to disarm traps. <laughs> Like trapped in a party. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it's like a, 
a you know your drunken friend who won't stop talking to you. <laughs> the guy's a little too drunk and just can't walk and doesn't even know you're there. That's you know, it. So you have to like <laughs> create. Yeah, you have to like create a system to drop some marbles on the ground so he falls over and, and yeah. passes out finally. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was thinking maybe it's the maybe it's the party of a you know Doc Brown or Rick esque mad scientist, uh, <laughs> and just just got all this stuff around his house that you know to keep you out of the fridge to get a beer or the snack. You know, contains. Yeah, I, I'm pic- I'm picturing like a group of girls just having a bit of a chat, and right behind them is like one of those hidden tiger pits with like, <laughs> spikes in it. <laughs> You just have to, like, make sure they don't fall in or not fall in yourself. <laughs> Every time someone gets up to go to the bathroom, an axe swings across the hallway. <laughs> so, like, you got the, pe- the penitent man. <laughs> I just love that all these people in this place are just so oblivious to all the traps. <laughs> They're all the- oblivious to it. They're partying. <laughs> you know, if, 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 you, if you happen to... Take the um, take the champagne bottle. Then you know the massive boulder drops down, and you, you got to run through the whole way. And again, no one's noticing. They just just all sort of amazingly dance out of the way at the right time. Yep, um, you, you see a conga line sort of going along. <laughs> they just get out of the way just in time. I'm not sure where the gameplay is in this exactly, but it's a fun idea. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I, I think, you know, it could be sort of uh, almost Sam Fisher-esque stealth, stealthing through the um, through the party, okay. well, trying so to be unnoticed. Through, maybe less Sam Fisher, more Hitman, and you've got to disguise yourself as <laughs> oh, yeah. clicks at the party. You know, different hats. This is the These are the rich people. These are the hipsters. So you've got to put on a stupid mustache or something. And now you've got to- <laughs> Man bun. <laughs> Talk about kale or something. I don't know. <laughs> How long do you massage your kale for? <laughs> you got to quickly grow a neck beard. <laughs> Steal someone's flannel. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just ragging on hipsters for the fun of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, so I was wondering. I was ragging on hipsters before they were called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm wondering is, uh, are you actually um, a guest at this party, or are you infiltrating it? Like, again, I guess this is sort of the difference between Hitman, where you're where you're sort of socially infiltrating, versus Sam Fisher, where you're literally sneaking and hiding and don't want to be spotted. Because uh, I do yeah. kind of like the idea of you know climbing through rafters and swinging off banisters as Sam Fisher to not be seen as you as you dodge all these traps that somehow nobody else is paying attention to. I guess Very they just creed on the outside of the house. <laughs> yeah, Sam yeah. Has chosen the one night where there's a big party. <laughs> Sneak into the house. What's well, the only night that the champagne's going to be there? Yeah, exactly. Or it's like it's like Tomb Raider, but there's a rave on. Yeah, <laughs> they've just they've just come into the tomb. I got it. It's easy, but Tomb Raver. Yeah, oh. perfect. That's yeah. it. I think. Well, I think that's it. They can't get better than that. Let's yeah. it. And and that could very well be the name of the episode. <laughs> it, may, it may well be. <laughs> and right. three to one click. Silence. I assume that's your word, and you're not just being incredibly yeah, rude, word. Trevor. It's my <laughs> word. Yes. It's your word. My word is fishing. I'm gonna. Can I screw with the system here? I've chosen a 
a uh, an obscure <laughs> adverb. Oh no! All right. Yes. Let's see where we go. So we've got silence. We've got fishing and unsociologically. <laughs> All right. Look up the look no. up the definition, please. Yeah. Unsociologically. Hmm. Unsociologically. What I guess just tell? to Do not to be sociologically, that? which. So not the study. Not, yeah, of of sociology. <laughs> or I guess it would be maybe behaving. That's a tough. This is how you wreck a bloody podcast. <laughs> come on, come on, so close. Believe me, we tried it very early on. Obscure never works. <laughs> so, uh, that's all right. Apparently, according to all the online dictionaries, it isn't even a word. Uh, yeah, that's that's what we usually think. Come on, let's get another word. All right, jeez. <laughs> You try and mix things up. It's uh, I'll try an obscure adjective. Oh, non-purifying. All right, I think we can work with that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Silence. Fishing. Non-purifying. Oh. So I mean, fishing. Fishing kind of is is a is a, a typical mini game kind of thing in a in a game. So I feel like, or you know, just there are there are lots of good fishing games. How how can we kind of mix that up a bit, or just. Ooh. Take it in a completely different direction. You, I guess. you don't have to fish for fish. That's true. Ooh. Maybe you're fishing to like purify the river. <laughs> My brain instantly went to like non-purifying and silence to like demons. Oh, and I was oh, like, I, you know, yeah. not to, to sort of non-purifying thing. You need something from them. You have to like bl- the evil. You, you have to like bless your bait. To be yeah. Yeah. And, and you lure demons. So that's your fishing. You're luring some sort of demon. Oh, I was still going for literal, for literal fishing, but they're like oh, demon yeah, no, fish. <laughs> Maybe there's demon fish. Yeah. yeah. So so where my mind is now gone, because you said demons, <laughs> um, I see this as like God and the devil having a competition to see how many fish they can catch and fish Ooh. being like- actual souls on on earth and it's all about you know what sort of bait they can throw down so um the sort of bait that i'm sort of seeing is uh for the devil they can have like sex violence and (laughs) we're turning into a very metaphorical fishing is it do we still have typical fishing gameplay yeah, I'm, I'm thinking typical fishing gameplay, but okay. the sort of bait that you're putting on the end of the hook is, is you know, like porno mags. and <laughs> A weird fun fact, you know, the, the, the screw tape letters that our company's name is based on is all about a demon talking about how he catches human souls. Oh, oh my God, I, I didn't even think about that either. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. It ties in well. Right in our wheelhouse. So I'm thinking that it's. I always had it's, this idea of like, like it's it's like a multiplayer black yeah. and white. Oh. So you are the god or the demon. Yes. So I, I like the idea of it being a two-player game for each two of for either of you. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> for that. I'm just. I'm sort of. I'm. I'm running through ideas in my brain of how the gameplay could work because I'm almost thinking of an interesting, very minimalistic sort of thing where you've got where you've literally got one person on top of the screen and one person on the bottom and they're sort of both fishing inward <laughs> to earth. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. So my question is <laughs> is this in VR <laughs> and the person that's that's the devil 
literally when they look down, they see everything sort of upside down. And when the god person looks down, they see everyone sort of up the right way. Oh, that's... I reckon you could definitely pitch that. Yeah. <laughs> so That'd be really interesting in VR. So it just feels like you've got a whole, yeah, like the underside of the world beneath you as the devil. Yep. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, so the devil is actually in an upside-down sort of I'm world. Figure so when f- he fishes, yeah. he's still fishing down, but um, you're seeing the feet of, of people of you know, walk below you. <laughs> I kind of, I like and the then, idea of it sort of still being a river of sorts. So you're kind of seeing it all distorted by the waters of this river. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like if, if you're God, you're in a, in a, like a peaceful, serene, heaven-esque in, and when you, when you're in, in like the hell, the hellscape, you're literally fishing into a river of fire. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It'd be vomit, wouldn't it? If you <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, there are many bodily fluids it could be. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to know what those floaters are. <laughs> God. <laughs> Thanks for that visual, Trevor. <laughs> so, one of the things that, I, that I'd like to be able to see then is like a massive scoreboard showing, you know, how many, how many God has actually captured how many um how many the devil has captured mm-hmm. i think the idea that they can go for the same um the same people yeah well, well, yeah, they're, well they're a big fish right yeah and so maybe it's well because it'd be interesting to bring in the idea of you know the fish already have an affinity in one direction or another so it's going to be harder for the devil to catch someone a who's priest. very pious yeah <laughs> But the reward's bigger. Exactly, yeah. And so you can choose the bait, you can choose your, you know, fishing location, you can choose your sort of your techniques and your lure to try to catch that big priest fish or whatever. <laughs> I, I just yeah. realised the priest is probably not the best because I, I just my mind just went into a really ba- really bad place as to what the bait would be for a priest. Oh God, don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think we all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why I didn't mention it. Yeah. <laughs> I- I'm thinking maybe a Catholic schoolgirl or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's the most like innocent and and uh, godly out there. Babies. I think it, we're getting we're getting very much into <laughs> into philosophical, re- into philo- philosophical <laughs> religious debate there, which is you know we occasionally dip into that on this podcast, <laughs> but maybe maybe not. Uh, no, I like that idea a lot. I, yeah, I could see the VR working. That's cool. That's our first VR game this week. You'll find uh, guys that we we tend to go towards VR a lot. We like yeah. it. There's and well, and there's just so much you can do. There's so much un, untapped potential there still. That's what interests me about it. Like what's going to come out of it? Just exactly. seeing what everyone else is playing with and, and trying. It's it's kind of an exciting space. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Let's click again and see if we can make a VR game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Three, two, one, click. Punctuation. Vault. Gorky. Gorky. (laughs) Gorky. Um, How do you spell that? Like G-A-W-K-Y. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you know, kind of like nerdy, like lanky, gawky. He's a gawky looking dude. Yeah. Nervous, awkward, ungainly. Yep. Yeah. Your typical gawk. 
Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know a gawk, Trevor. <laughs> Synonyms, apparently. Ungainly, inelegant, graceless, yes. ungraceful, gauche. <laughs> Perfect. And Okay, so, all right, well... <laughs> Uh, this wasn't the first place my mind went for vault, but it could be something to do with like pole vaulting or the like, uh, you know, gymnastic competition with someone who is very ungainly and gawky. <laughs> so is it is it vault v a u l t or v o l t v a u l t? Okay, I'm seeing this as sort of like a um, a narrative game, sort of like maybe an an adventure game. Mm-hmm. Where you've got a a nervous, you know, ungainly teenager who's at a gymnastics meet, mm-hmm. and he's a grammar Nazi. It's the, <laughs> oh, the punctuation. And okay. So one of his his sort of nervous tics is to correct people's grammar as they as he's talking to them. And you know, so is that just something that comes out in like the dialogue trees? Yeah. So if if you if you see you know that someone used. You know, a double negative or something like that. You can, you can bring that up. <laughs> I'm, I'm amused that you could call them out for using the wrong "your," even though they're meant to be actually talking to each other. But of course, you get you get the text, so you know that they used the wrong one. <laughs> and they they could be um you know sort of self-referential humour in yeah. that they um they understand that you know this is a bit silly. Break the fourth wall a little in the in the classic point and click adventure style. Um, yeah. Okay. We could we could follow that path. So is is this kid a gymnast himself, and he's just not very good at it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it has to be going down. Like he's got to be solving a mystery, and so yeah, you can get if if he's you know correcting everyone, he's not going to get the right information out of them. Oh, so yeah, you have to go against your instincts. Yeah, if, yeah. you, if you just correct everyone, you just piss them off and they don't want to talk, yeah. talk to you anymore. <laughs> My first thought of the point of the game was to not get beaten up. <laughs> all, the, all the gymnast jocks, yeah. yeah. I like that. It's sort of a bit of a, yeah, like uh, amateur detective trying to figure out who stole the money from the, you know, bake sale that, that funded the vault. The vault. Yeah. The vo- there you go. We get, we get two meanings out of vault. Yeah, you, could throw, you just throw all the vaults in there. So, so maybe, maybe you don't even have to be at a gymnastics meet. He could, um, it could literally be like the, the vault at the, at the bank and like this encyclopedia Brown type character is, um, Trying to trying to um, work out the the mystery. I don't know. I kind of like the 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 idea of it being a bit more mundane, because yeah. particularly with him taking it like super seriously and thinking he's this great detective. Uh, a little bit of a little bit of Angus from uh, from the Adventure Zone. Yes. <laughs> so the sort of graphical style. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering whether. It would be good to actually see this in a full 3D environment, a la um, sort of maybe a Gabriel Knight 3. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking a bit of a Life is Strange kind of thing. Oh, yep. Yep. All Life is Strange. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't think there's enough adventure games that are done in, in you know, with an actual 3D environment. Yeah. And because you're in sort of a, uh, it's sort of, it's all in one building. So, yeah, to have it 3D, you could really go, the, 
go full 3D and make it really nice because it's not huge as well. Yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. really get a sense of the space as well. And, you know, some of the puzzles or some of the mysteries you have to solve might even be around, you know, the relative positions of different rooms and spaces and things. Um, or, you know, figuring out how the uh, the gym equipment was set up on a certain day or something. You know, you find scuff marks on the ground. If it is a, if it is a, a limited space, I like the idea of expanding it by uh, by repeating time. Maybe it's some sort of Groundhog Day scenario. And there's lots of stuff going on in this gymnasium area, mm. and you've got to explore the different uh, the different interactions that happen over the same day. Keep going back in. Maybe by talking to the different people, you kind of get flashbacks to different. Uh, different places and time well you know different places in the building at different times uh, and but different you sort of mundane, place, yeah you different sort of, mundane crime sort of things that <laughs> so you're well, not just solving one but you're solving little mysteries along the way while adding to the overarching yeah, I mystery yeah i think so and that would be all part of the character development of the different characters you run yeah. into and stuff sort of solving their little little problems to to so, yeah to solve the overarching mystery yeah, it, it it helps with a nice bugbear I have with conversation trees. If you're going back and you can you can have the same conversation with a person, and it doesn't matter that it's repetitive. If you if if, if for the character that you're talking to, for them it's the first time you've had the conversation. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe you can go back into these flashbacks multiple times to find different sets of clues or different. Uh, uh, yeah, make sure that their Oxford comma in the right place. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Oxford comma. No, uh, what is it? No dangling participles. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. It just, that's a grammar thing that I know. So that's the to boldly go, isn't it? No, that's the split infinitive. Sorry, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Welcome to Grammar Storm. <laughs> <laughs> you should have used an interrobang there. <laughs> That's yeah. punctuation, isn't it? How do you know I didn't? <laughs> let's That's click awesome. again. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's click again. Gilded. Vapor. Rendition. <laughs> oh. So, sorry, yours was gilded, like G-I-L-D-E-D? Yeah, like yeah. like one would do with gold to something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> But also, like, an expression of someone who's, like, a person who's untouchable or, or, or powerful can be gilded. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Wealthy and privileged, I see here. Is like yeah. A, like a person covered in gold? Vapor. Vapor. And what was yours, Trevor? Rendition. Rend- Rendition. All right. Maybe you're someone who grew up with money. And you really want to break into the pop music scene with your rendition of classic Christmas songs. <laughs> but you can't stop vaping. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not good for your image. Um, or maybe play the manager of, of this character. <laughs> That's the challenge. The funny, the funny thing is, anytime I hear the word gilded, I just think of um, that scene from Game of Thrones where, like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh god, yeah, <laughs> the molten gold. Yes, okay, yeah, the molten gold. So I, I sort of think that 
you know, what if, what if you played a character that, um, has that happened to them very early on? Um, they <laughs> die and they turn into a ghost that is effectively like a vapor. All right. But they're still golden. They're a, gold- um, a golden ghost. <laughs> and, and then the idea is that they're, they're sort of trying to help their, help their brother or sister in, Doing a a rendition of of like, um, <laughs> okay, a play or something like that. So you you sort not, of not haunting people with Christmas songs. <laughs> no, <laughs> can you imagine how terrifying it would be if you were just sitting there on your own and just like just a faint whisper in your ear? It was jingle bells. <laughs> that would and, be terrible. And even worse, it's April. Like, <laughs> come on, you can't start that early, ghost. Oh God. That'd just be um, <laughs> nightmarish. <laughs> um, or that's the only way that you can um, you can interact with the world is, is you- <laughs> singing Christmas carols. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like choose the right ones for the situation. Yeah, to, to remind them to to like ring the bell using jingle bells, and um, if you need them to be quiet, you're going silent night. <laughs> if you need to punch someone, you're singing deck the halls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I like I kind of like the idea of, and and this is just taking some aspects of what you said, of a ghost haunting a theater who is affecting the outcome of the play in some way, either positively or negatively. I'm not sure. But there's a real sort of phantom of the opera, but, like, actual phantom. <laughs> I was thinking, like, you could, like, the the power in the game that you've got to sort of use or, or, or weigh up would be being able to turn into smoke or vapour mm-hmm. to do something. <laughs> But I was thinking the rendition, rather than it being something you wanted to do, is what you had to do to turn. It's a oh, so you I have to know. like say a particular phrase or sing a song to turn into smoke. Yeah, or, or like a little little whistle or something. I like the visual of that of sort of as they play this kind of haunting, yeah, whistle or humming or something. They sort of slowly just uh, evaporate. And then you and then you controlling the smoke, and then the further the game goes on, you learn different songs, and they have different effects. Oh yeah, you know, some sort of telekinesis, or you know, you can. Uh, oh yeah, you get like a thicker smoke. You can start picking things up. Yeah, right. or you can split and be multiple smokes. Mm. <laughs> um, or you can be a poison smoke and just like knock people out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually like that idea as a. As a kind of adventure, like an action adventure sort of thing of... Yeah, I have no idea what you'd be trying to do. Mm. <laughs> but I really like the idea of being out of town and smoking. Games don't need objectives. <laughs> 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 um, no, I think that could be an interesting sort of Metroidvania kind of thing as you pick up the different skills, the different types there of smoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yep. So it's like you can't get through here because you need to be able to, you know, get on the other side and unlock the door, but your your vapor is too vaporous uh, <laughs> to be able it'll to be, turn the key. It'll get sucked up instantly yep, by the um yep. by like the extraction fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, or yeah, you know, you know, you need to get past a guard, uh, but you can't do that until until you get the the chloroform gas. 
<laughs> Part of yourself. The, the tap on the shoulder. And then it's just that scene from The Simpsons with the, the cold, the, what was it, the flu cloud coming towards. Yeah. That turns people inside Air, out. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you said what it was? It was that, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I quite uh, yeah. From a gameplay point of view, I like that idea of the different the different types of smokes. But uh, yeah, cool. All right, yeah, let's I like that a lot. Three, two, one, click. Frame, sparkle, pondering. Mm. So it's a game where you've committed a crime, and you're trying to frame someone you're else. Trying to frame someone else, but you. Do it with crafting, but everything and everything you do is within your mind. So um, you're just running through different scenarios in your mind on how to how to frame someone, and it's basically so you're pondering, working working out like you do it one way and see, okay, uh, if I framed say this random dude, and then you I you work through like the steps the on idea how of like a puzzle game where each level is a different crime you're trying to commit and you have to do it in a certain way that someone else will be blamed for it. Ooh. And the reason why you can go back and th- and think about different ways of doing it is because yeah. it's all just running through in your mind. It's all just in your head. Um, so yeah. you can play the level again and you, to, if you, you know, to get three stars, it's like no one even knew you were there, but you know, to get, Less stars, they can see you, but as long as there's enough evidence to put for the other person to be convicted, <laughs> so you have to do things like steal some of their hair and leave it on a on a hairbrush uh, at the you know the murder victim's house. I don't, I don't know why I went straight to mur- to murder, but <laughs> see, I was thinking, you know, you. you- you're stealing a gem or something like that, and you've just gone, nah, we're killing the bastard. <laughs> Kill him. Kill him all. Uh, yeah, but I can sort of picture that as just, again, I'm, uh, did you, almost like a, ah, oh, shit, what's that game? Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing sort of a, a retro pixel art style, you know, almost sort of isometric um, view where you can sort of see your whole, you know, wherever you're stealing from, they, they hold their whole house at once or whatever. And, and so you can kind of see the different things that are happening around the place and, and use that to your advantage to sort of figure out, oh, okay, like at, at this time, this is probably going to happen. Or like if, if I do this, you can see the cause and effect and sort of use that to, to figure out your best path through the level. Maybe you, you can hear people, you know... Uh- conversing and they drop clues, you know, oh, mm. I'm a really big fan of the bowling ball. You know, <laughs> and say, oh, I'm going to put the bowling ball next to the crime scene, or, you know. <laughs> or, you just, or you kill them with the bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I like the idea of, of you for each level, you kind of have to set up the motive and the opportunity and whatever the other thing is that they look for in a murder. <laughs> and, and, and what's... What's the shimmering? Spark, sparkling? Oh, sparkle. Um, <laughs> also, you're a Twilight vampire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe one of the levels you're trying to frame uh, someone who works at like a craft store with, gl- with glitter. <laughs> you have to electrocute people. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. That too, yeah. yeah. 
the electrician did it. Wait, that would, <laughs> no, actually, that wouldn't make sense because you think they'd know better. <laughs> <laughs> they've gotten arrogant they've been doing the job for 20 years <laughs> they don't like it anymore so the graphical art style i'm sort of seeing it as you you were saying isometric before remember the game little big adventure oh geez that's a throwback yes throwback to the 90s but i, I like that that sort of that sort of far away enough as long as it doesn't control like Little Big Adventure, <laughs> or like those tank controls, <laughs> well, yeah, they're just so unresponsive. Anyway, nineteen ninety four was called Relentless. Oh. So hmm. I know back back in the nineties, I remember playing it, um, playing it a lot. One of my favorite lines in it was, "Where do you want to go?" <laughs> classic, classic. <laughs> Just, I-, <laughs> I remember everyone walking around in their "Where do you want to go?" T-shirts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at the time, it was it was a it was a thing was the that way happened they said it. With I'm sure with um quite a few of our friends. One of our friends in particular really liked that. <laughs> and yeah, it was it was for the time it. because it was one of the very early kind of 3D ish games. Uh, it was, I, I remember it being very popular. But yes, yeah. anyway, you just mean the sort of that perspective. That perspective, that yeah. um, so even, even the polygon a, art, art uh, style. Like, oh, yeah, I, I could see like a that. kind of retro, flat shaded polygon style kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. All right, three, two, one, and a click. Ooh, venison. <laughs> <laughs> Statistic. <laughs> Oh, well, that's okay. Maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Maniac. Uh, now, Maniac or a venison maniac? I can see this crazy deer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's it's one of these, the you know, the, 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 the deer fights back kind of thing. Yeah. You know, they just, they take the weapons from a hunter and they just have to kill as many people as possible. Yeah, deer hunter too, the reckoning. Yeah. Maybe it's just a really crazy deer accountant. This <laughs> <laughs> bankrupting people left and right. He's a maniac. Oh, no, no, not an accountant, a census taker. So you, this deer is oh, crazy, yeah. but he's going around the neighborhood getting census data, <laughs> you know, asking people personal questions. <laughs> Looking at people really weirdly when they, you know, say that they're not vegan. (laughs) Just totally judging them, like looking over their shoulder. What do you mean you're putting, what are you putting, you don't put Jedi as a religion. Yeah. (laughs) Put whatever the deer god is. I'm sure there is one. I, I do like both versions of the game that you start off as a census taker <laughs> and then when you notice that every single person is basically saying that they like eating meat and all this sort of stuff, you decide to try meat for yourself, but you try it like in the house that you that you're in, you just kill and eat them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you become the maniac because everyone eats, eats meat. It's like, geez, well it's gotta be good, right? Yeah. Well, if you're going to eat my Just people- Just take a bite out of their arm. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> when it really becomes revenge of the deer. Yeah. You're, just, yeah. you're still just going door to door, and now it's about how you sort of get yourself into their house. And- 
<laughs> now I've just got the got the question whether deers are like vampires and you gotta actually invite them. <laughs> no, it's more about how it's more about the like width of the door and your antlers and sort of how you navigate that. <laughs> Maybe maybe you find out that by eating humans your antlers grow. Just just to like <laughs> add a bit of challenge. You can't you can't go too down the antler route because at the start of the game you're gonna want like a gender select and the, the does aren't gonna have antlers, right? That's true, that's true. <laughs> maybe their uh tails grow. I don't know. Yeah. Their ears get an eyelash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe they just get taller. Just their legs yeah. grow. <laughs> How am I going to get out of this house now? I ate three humans and now I'm seven feet tall. <laughs> Jeez. This game's weird. Yeah. I'd still play Very it. Very much so. This game's weird. <laughs> this is the weird one that we came up with. <laughs> All right, well, I think maybe we'll go on to our final segment. Uh, so, Anthony and Meg, when we have devs on, what we like to do is take the name of the project you're currently working on, so in your case, Damsel, throw away everything that we know about that game and just use the name to come up, like just use the name as the prompt of a completely different video game. So, forget cool side-scrolling action-adventure vampire hunter and uh, just take Damsel. What else can we come up with uh, for that for that title? Trevor, do you have anything? Because <laughs> <laughs> I did not think of this beforehand. I didn't think about it either. So, was your idea for Damsel always what you came up with? I suppose is the question. That's a good question. Uh, it's... It's a variation on what we came up with. Um, it was originally going to be a Metroidvania sort of set in one location. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, the, the whole one, one of the reasons that she was called Damsel was that she what's the what's the what's the appropriate word? She would she would lure vampires. Mm, OK, with, with her damselness. Yep. And that's how, and that's how she got the vampires. So there was originally ideas around mechanics surrounding that. You know, uh, what's the word? Like a honeypot, but not at yeah, all. like yeah. just being yeah. being the like helpless damsel in distress. Obviously, the yeah, classic trope, yeah. and yeah, luring. Yeah, I, I guess we were trying to twist, like, flip it completely. Whereas Definitely, yeah. We realized we didn't really necessarily need to flip it completely. Yeah, yeah. In that sense, yeah. It's it's yeah, enough, no, it's it's enough cool. that she's just a badass called damsel that you can yeah, you, you, yeah, get, exactly. you get the point. Yeah. 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 Well, that is the challenge of coming up with a new game called Damsel that has nothing yeah. to do with your damsel. Uh because you don't want to fall into that trope definitely of them actually being a, a typical damsel. And everything that has run through my head has been like the worst, <laughs> like anti-feminist, anti-anything. I'm like, maybe she could be in a castle. <laughs> She's getting saved. So where my mind is actually going is that you, it, it's a whole heap of um, sort of vignettes sort of showing 
the typical sort of fairy tale damsel. Hmm. But say uh, the first first one is Rapunzel, but she gets out of the tower herself, and it's it's all about how you get oh. out of this situation yourself. It's real like empowering these uh, traditional damsels to to save themselves. Yes, that's cool. I so really like that. Yeah. It's like a puzzle game in which, um, you know, you start off with um, <laughs> Rapunzel <laughs> stuck in a tower. you got long hair and it's like, okay, how can I fashion you I like know, the- a, a way I- of getting out of this? I love that the lose state is getting saved. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is losing the level. It's like, oh, fuck, the prince got here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ha- having like a-, a-, a Snow White and the and the- and the seven dwarves, but she never gets to the seven dwarves because she, you know, she just she, like kills a she rabbit. Takes the to, heart, takes she takes the heart guts, of like the- sends it into a bow. <laughs> you know, hunts the evil witch, <laughs> shoots the arrow out of her hand, uh, shoots the apple out of her hand. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the idea that you know she rips the heart out of the out of the huntsman, sort of like um, a la Kano from um, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, <God>. jeez. <laughs> Not so Snow White anymore. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like that. That's that's good. I think we could come up with some with some good good ways there to really, yeah, like give give them the ability to to save themselves. And those stories have always got so such messed up other characters and little side characters oh, God, as well. I know. Yeah, you could you could you could have some fun with the <laughs> the, the the fairy tale stories. And hey, they're public domain, so. You can exactly. do whatever the hell we want with them. Yeah. <laughs> At the risk of derailing, I, I, I reckon it should go in a completely different direction. I, oh, I good. Want to All right. Some sort of, uh, do it. I, I want to see some sort of management sim. But like a hardcore business management sim, you know, and, and it's just a chicken charge. And it's got nothing to do with saving herself. It's got nothing to do with any of that sort of it's stuff. Just it's damsel just damsel incorporated. It's just yeah. It's yeah. just damsel isn't even the person. Damsel is is no. a code name for something else. Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't. Because it, because that's not the important part. The important part is 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 you know unrelated. I, that's where I'd like to see it go. Yeah. Nice. But the gameplay is more important. Yeah, and make this make this management sim for yeah damsel incorporated. I like that. It's, <laughs> it's a cool. It's a cool, trendy, uh, you know, tech clothing company or, or, or tech oh, clothing yeah. line or, or something like that. Yeah, and tech you, clothing. There you go. It's like yeah. you know, yeah. wearables. You build, yeah, you got to build this business empire up from up from up from nothing. I think that. Oh, be- I like the idea of yeah. Like you start as this teenage girl, like building stuff in a garage. Um, yeah. you know, cool tech, selling that. And then, yes, c- kind of making deals and and building it up into this huge company. It sort of it sort of becomes almost like a a female version of the story behind Apple that she's yeah. that she's you know built building PCs and wearable tech and that sort of stuff in her in her garage and how you know it's, it's an awesome story about yeah. show it how it's done when you don't have all the privilege in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I I like that a lot. That's really cool. All right, well, I think I think maybe we'll we'll end it there tonight. Oh, thank you so much for joining us, guys. That was a lot of fun. No worries, thank you. I hope you guys had a good time. Oh, definitely. 
before we do our stuff, do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you and your game on the internet? Um, well, so yes, you can find Damsel at uh, a little website called Steam. Never heard of it. Never heard <laughs> of it. Uh, Steam, Steam, what is it? Steam powered, whatever. Yeah. You've got Steam on your computer. Yeah, such, such Search for Damsel. <laughs> it's currently in early access um, on PC with Mac and Linux versions to follow soon. Yes. And then probably consoles towards the end of the year. Cool. Fantastic. And if you want a game, we our website's uh, just damselgame.net and uh, our Twitter is da- uh, at damselgame. They're probably the best places. Uh, or there's also Damsel, ga- uh, Damsel on Facebook as well. Cool. All right. Well, everyone check out Damsel. We, like I said earlier, we saw it at PAX. It was a lot of, a lot of fun. I really... My favorite bit is just the way that the uh, the score when you kill someone, like they fall to the ground as physics. <laughs> that just gets me every time. I love it. <laughs> well, you know, somebody tried to get us to take that out. What? And, no. and they were somebody that I, I greatly respect. They've been an art director for years and oh. we talked about it and we refused to because so many people love that part of the game. So it's never, never going to go. It's such a nice little touch. <laughs> All right, so if you want to find us on the internet, we are BitStormCast on Facebook, Instagram, and the other thing, Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't, I did, you can tell I did not bring up my document with the things I need to say. <laughs> um, we, uh, we have a website, BitStormCast.com. Now, you usually do that one, don't you, Trevor? Yeah, I usually um, do. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Facebook group, Facebook.com slash group slash BitStorm. And most importantly, because it's the website that I made, you can find us on Podchaser at podchaser.com slash bitstorm. Give us a rating or a review there or add us to a list or, you know, do other cool things. While you're thinking about ratings, you can check us out on iTunes where you can give us a rating or review there. As Ben said before, we do have a website, bitstormcast.com. I'm going to fix it, I promise. I'm going to fix it. (laughs) Uh, We'd like to plug our friends at the AGPN, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Search for hashtag AGPN on Twitter or the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network on Facebook. Finally, we'd like to thank us from Kuradust, the band that you heard at the very start, with the song Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure. That's it. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. I'm Anthony Wood. And I'm Megan Summers. And uh, rape some teams. (laughs) 